Welcome back to Inspired by Jimmy L, a platform that is used to inspire you to be the best version of yourself. Yes, I've been featured in Forbes. I have interviewed several account verified guests. I have even been a brand ambassador for a billion dollar company. But you know what, honey? You are my inspiration to keep this show going. We are not here pleading for ratings and reviews. We are here to encourage you. So please be sure to subscribe and share every single episode. Don't hold the opportunity to inspire someone else. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another month with Inspired by Jimmy L. This month's guest is an inspiration like no other. Oh my gosh. Okay. So she's a business strategist. She's a speaker. She's an author. I mean, she's a consultant. I mean, this lady is on fire, but she will definitely inspire you like no one else has ever. Oh my goodness. Like her story is, is amazing. And honestly, I'm okay. I'm just gonna be completely honest with you guys. Like I know me doing podcasting and me doing interviews is supposed to be work. This did not feel like work talking to her um, I had so much fun and she's definitely one of those people that you can reach out to she's so approachable so I definitely urge you to get out there and reach out to our guest none other than Kylie Mins. <laughs> Kylie Mins is amazing her gift is to actually bring others gifts out of them and then help to make an income with it so Kylie inspire us there it is. You know, I love my moments. And it's so crazy. Like, I've been doing this for the last two years and I still get like just like crazy flutters and, and just like forget stuff. And it's weird. Weird. Yeah. I suppose everyone's different, isn't it? You get different dynamics with everyone. And I do. Um, and yeah. then the conversation that starts at the beginning and, you know, it just, it can, like, I, I've had you Dr. Never Dennis Kimber on. <laughs> you never know. And I'm like, I got so many nuggets with Dr. Dennis Kimber before the conversation even got started. And I was like, dude, we have got to hit record. Like, even if I don't introduce you, I have got to hit record. <laughs> but I kind um, I felt a bit intimidated after listening to Just. I was like, man, what am I oh, doing on no. here? It's like, God, he's so, oh my God, it's inspiring, really inspiring. <laughs> He, he really is next inspiring. year. That's what hey. I, I was like, yeah, because I want to launch mine next month. So I was like, yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, Kylie Mintz, welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank you so very much for saying yes. Thank you. My pleasure. Very excited to be One of the things that I definitely want to ask, just right off the bat, <laughs> um, because, you know, when you think about affiliate marketing and um, different funnels, because I hear you talk about that quite a bit, when you bring that up, you know, and just, I know the stigma that's behind it. I mean, hell, just salespeople in general, you know, the, the average person cannot stand to be sold. So yeah. what if, what do you believe sets you apart? What makes you different to be able to get out there and to get into the homes and, and, and mental states of, of your clients? Yeah, I think the key thing is um, running a normal business. So there's a lot of, um, I guess, coaches online. I see people that talk about funnels and um, they've never been through the hard grit of building a business for starts. Um, and I think building a kind of bricks and mortar type business gives you a different feel for obviously understanding clients, how they work, what they do and why they do what they do. So I think for me, a lot of the psychology I put around funnels now comes from 
um, being obviously in that deep sort of trenches with people building a real business. And I would say not a real business online because, of course, it is, but <laughs> it's a different different build to bricks and mortar. Um, but I think also there's a lot of hype around it. And actually funnels is just jargon. You know, it's simple. It's just straight jargon. It's been around funnels of sales funnels in general have been around forever. They're yeah, just a yeah. different process. For me, it's just about the customer journey. It's how do they get to know you? How do they get to work with you? So I've always seen it like that. For me, uh, the difference with the internet is just, just speeds up the process. You know, it's just so, a tool. So what do you do? Do you just jump in and I don't want to say attack their business, but you just, <laughs> do you just jump Sometimes. in? And, I mean, yeah, I'm, hey, hey, I'm, I'm <laughs> but did you just jump in and, and just give them strategies on how to improve their business? Because I, I know one of your mottos is improving your, your income. You can improve your impact. Yeah. And so, so how do you, like, do you just literally, do you just jump in to say, hey, this is what's wrong and this is what needs to be fixed? Uh, kind of. Most people come to me kind of when they either um, are ready to, they're struggling with something. So they're either struggling to get enough clients, so they're not growing, okay. or they're at the stage where they're growing and they know they want to scale, but they just don't know how. So generally it's because they don't have any idea around, um, I guess, the possibilities of what they can do in business, I think. Um, I got the nickname Cashflow Queen <laughs> um, and I got that because I love spotting opportunities. Like I can sort of look at someone and go, wow, you're missing, you know, income here and you could potentially grow another income stream this way. So that's kind of how I got started was just kind of spotting opportunities and seeing that, you know, I always felt like for myself personally, and this is quite funny given I've run a really successful sales office for 11 years and, um, I built a really good career, but I always felt mm -hmm. like a bit of a jack of all trades. Okay. Okay. Kind of okay. a master at none. So I didn't feel like when I left work, it was funny because I was trying to build my business and I didn't feel like I had a skill set to sell, which was really random. And I didn't, okay. want, to, I didn't want to teach sales. So I've been in sales for a long time. Um, I ran a, a, a real estate in London, which is really highly competitive, highly successful at what I'd done. And then I got into recruitment and um, I was very good at what I did, but I didn't feel like, I didn't feel at the time I had a specific skill set to sell, which is really random. Um, so I always felt like I knew a bit about everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. people used to ask me random questions and I'd always have an answer. As I always say, I've always got an opinion on something. <laughs> um, but of course, by doing that, you know, it was like, well, how can I help others? So what I realized was what I was really good at was spotting where someone had a really unique skill set or a gift and how show them how to actually grow it and scale it. And that's how I got doing what I do now. It's like, yeah, creating, taking an expert and showing them how to grow to make a bigger impact. Yeah. I will say that is a de <clears throat> definitely a different aspect of, um, I would say, I don't want to say sales, but a sales person, <laughs> you know, because yeah. that's, it's typically tacky. Yeah. I like I'm I'm one of those people. I hate white sales. I absolutely hate it. I used to work for um, ABT, and we used to go out door to door. Oh, and so, that's the hardest type of sales too. Oh my gosh! But <laughs> what happened? Like, yeah. <laughs> it was like so silly because I, I hated it. But yeah. what ended up happening was, and they didn't create a position for me. It already existed. It's just that I was damn good at it yeah. because the, the, the salespeople would come out, they would uh, mess up contracts. And if your contract is messed up, I mean, you, that could ruin the yeah. entire deal. Yeah. And so I was the cleanup person. 
And so imagine someone coming into your home, um, putting a hole in your wall. Salesperson never told you that. Um, you know, you've gotten this system and all of these, this, this fine, you know, fine print shows up, but you messed up the contract of where they signed. And so now a cleanup person has to go in behind you to kind of do damage yeah. control. Yeah. And so because it breaks which, trust as well. It's like, yeah, it, stuff it like does. Yeah. It really, really does. But what I found out is that I was really good at rebuilding that trust and, and that communication and putting it back out there to eventually get the, you know, the contract signed. And so it's, it's funny that you went a different way. <laughs> yeah, You went a completely different way when it comes to sales and um, wanting to actually help other people. That's it. it. Yeah. And I always saw it. It's funny because um, obviously building the estate agency up, estate agency, real estate, in London is uh -huh. um, very, very similar. Like it's highly competitive. It's so driven, it's so focused. And at the time it was very male dominated as well. So of course, course. I, was, I was the only female <laughs> manager in the whole area in sales. You know, there was a couple of lettings managers, but none in sales. Um, but what I soon realized was obviously no disrespect, but a lot of the women made the decisions on who they were yeah. selling through because mm -hmm. it was a very mm -hmm. family orientated area. So it was quite the wife that drove a lot of it. Yeah, um, yeah. But also I just got used to looking, just listening. Like I never, ever went out and did pictures. I never went out and sold the company. I always just listened to what their problems were and how I could solve them. So I've always been a problem solver from sales point of view. And that's what you've got to do to sell, especially like a high ticket online. It's always about problem solving. Um, and I carried the same thing through to in recruitment and you know, I remember one of the recruitment companies telling me that, um, you know, one of the things I did, I worked in construction, but I worked mm -hmm. in sales. So I'd go around to all the new home sites, you know, when they have all the new home display sites. Yeah, yeah, like model yeah. homes. I would go and visit the sales staff and they're like, you're the only recruitment person in years that we've ever had out on site. No one ever went to visit their sites. And I said, well, how do they know what your culture is like? How do they know what type of people you need? Like they don't understand your business. And that's how I won business was because I actually took the time to care to about the companies I was working with. Yeah. Um, it's really, for me, I couldn't recruit otherwise. I was like, well, how, you know, everyone's different. Like every company's different. Every culture's different. Yeah. Yeah. But it, have you, have you learned in your experience, this is totally off topic, but have you <laughs> learned in your experience using that same um, philosophy of going in to just care? Have you learned that it's difficult for some, some other people versus oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's the yeah. thing. And I think for a long yeah. time, I kind of didn't realize how easy I did it. Like, mm -hmm. um, and it's little mm -hmm. things as well. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm Australian. I travel loads. I'm used to walking up, talking to strangers and mm -hmm. you know, some people, the fear factor of just talking of doing to someone different mm -hmm. is really interesting. So it's serious. Anxiety will kick in yeah. like crazy. Yeah, yeah, I met a guy the other day. He just said, oh, I couldn't have walked into this room like a month ago. And this was just at a networking event. Um, and I was like, wow, like to have that fear of just the simplest thing I just do without even thinking about it is, yeah. So I so get sales and, and sales has always had a bad rap as well. Like there's no, <laughs> you know, there's the sleazy tactics and there's the, oh, look at my glossy car, you know, it's like. Or, oh, or God, the conversation seriously. is always, almost always about them. Yes. Like it is never ever about about what I truthfully want to buy. It's about what you want to sell me, yeah. and that turns people off really quickly. And I don't I don't think most most salesmen I don't think they get that. 
No, really and, and it's changing. It's, it's one of the biggest changes I've seen online, really, over the last two years as well. It is changing. It is. Um, it you is know, the sales changing. tactics that worked two years ago don't. People want real, they like, uh, you know, I loved your thing about freedom of being authentic. Mm -hmm. um, and that online is coming much more. Like, you have to be authentic. You have to be real. Yes. And, um, you know, even like I said, I was listening to Justin's show before, wasn't I, about... You know, they need a face. You need to step out from behind your business exactly. because people actually want to see real people. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're not doing that, you know, I, you, Richard Branson's a classic example. That's why he's been so successful.